Hello, hi, I'm Zanzi. Nolutando Ngakani here, and I am the head of news at Health Form Zanzi, the new baby sister publication of Food Form Zanzi. Now, Health Form Zanzi is not just a regular publication about disease and illness. At Health Form Zanzi, we unpack the complex but cohesive relationship between our health and food. Joining me on this podcast, my colleague and co-sister for the week, Lucinda Dordley. Hey, Lulz. And to your listeners, welcome back to Sisters Without Shame, a no-holds-barred podcast that is proudly brought to you by Health Form Zanzi, where you don't ever have to suffer in silence with those medical shames ever again. On Sisters Without Shame, we hold your hand as we unpack those ever-so-embarrassing health questions you would not dare ask in public. This podcast is a safe space and judgment-free zone, baby. So if you are having sleepless nights from terrifying stomach groans, or even if you are struggling with bad breath, no problem. You've tuned into the right podcast. Talk about a blue Monday, Lucinda. Those little stunts Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp pulled this week really had me in a panic. If anything, that forced hiatus really made me think about my dependence on social media. What did it make you feel? I felt so lost in those five hours. Content really is killing the youth. Okay, well Zuckerberg and the weak shenanigans aside, we do have friends in crisis to attend to lulz. Now as our listeners know, on every episode, we listen to a voice note Read a WhatsApp or email message received from a Healthform Zanzi reader. Remember, your messages are confidential and we will never mention your name unless you want us to. Who is our friend in crisis this week, Lucinda? This week, we have a write-in from Naisna. Hi, sisters without shame. How irregular is your menstrual cycle? Also, how long does it last for you guys? Hell, I only get mine like once every two to four months. I would complain about pregnancy scares and stuff, but I feel blessed to save money by not buying tampons. It sucks because I will be bleeding for like a whole week straight. Sometimes I wonder if there's something wrong with me since my cycle is so abnormal. Sorry for my curiosity. I'm soon to be 18 and in need of knowledge. Also, I get crazy nauseous and can't stop eating. Please help. And the female anatomy truly is a mystery for me sometimes and I'm like 28. On Health Form Zanzi, I recently read a few articles focused on women's reproductive health. These conversations need to be had because they allow women and families to be healthier and make the best decision for themselves and their families. Talking about women's health also reduces health disparity, rates of infectious disease, and increases economic and educational opportunities. This week, I had a chat with sentence Dr. Neelan Pillay, a specialist gynecologist and subspecialist in reproductive medicine and endocrinology. From what we've heard, we can tell that our friend is, she's grown quite frustrated with her anatomy. How do you know that you have irregular periods? So firstly, I think let's start at when women should start getting their periods. So on average, women start with the puberty and when they start getting their period around the age of 12. If you haven't had a menstrual cycle by the age of 16, then there's something not right. And you should definitely go and see a doctor for that. Now, once you get your menstrual cycle, the first year or so, you might miss a period. And that can be perfectly normal because every month you might not ovulate. And because you're not ovulating regularly, as a result, you might not menstruate. 
But after the first one to two years of getting your period, it should work like a well-oiled factory. So basically what we're saying is that you should get a period between every 21 to 35 days. And if you're not getting a period, if, for example, your period is from the beginning of one menstrual cycle to the beginning of the next menstrual cycle, that is generally counted as your cycle length. If that is shorter than 21 days, or if it is longer than 35 days, then we need to investigate and see what is in fact going on. Why is there's a number of reasons that women might get an irregular cycle and they need to consult a doctor to figure out what the problem is. But if you're not getting a regular cycle, it is your body telling you something is not working well. It's quite alarming. It's bigger than pregnancy because we always jump to the pregnancy. Yes, much, much more. (laughs) It's important. Remember, all women will get their menstrual cycle. I think it's so important that this young girl that's 18 years old has decided to write in because this is the time that we want to pick up problems. For often, and this is not always the case, but many times we find things like polycystic ovarian syndrome. And if we diagnose it early, we can institute measures to prevent the negative sequelae of the disease later on in life. So it's so important that this is sorted out early in their life. I think when you're that age also, I'm, I'm going off track now, but like I think when you're that age, like you're not, but things, visits to the gynae aren't something that's like on your list and stuff of things to do. Does a thing like a happy period exist? You know, what could cause late periods and heavy flows? And our friend, like she really seems like she's got a lot going on at her age. They must be differentiated on separate. One, we were talking about late periods. So there's a number of things that can cause late periods. And I'm going to give you a whole list. But sometimes when you give a list to people, they actually get scared because sometimes part of that list is not their real issue. The first thing somebody needs to make sure is that they're not pregnant. So if you're pregnant, that can cause you to miss a period. If you've got a thyroid abnormality, it can cause you to miss a period. If you're on hormonal medication, like sometimes certain contraceptions can cause you to miss your period. For example, if you're on the injectable contraceptive that you take every three months, or if you're on Implanon, or even if you're on the Marina, which is a loop device, you might miss a period, and that can be perfectly normal for that situation. Sometimes if women have got abnormalities in certain hormones that cause more milk production, that can cause abnormal periods or for you to miss your periods. Things like polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is basically a syndrome that consists of a woman presenting with two of the three criteria. And the two of the three criteria is missing or menstruation, hair growth in the male distribution, so around the chin, around the breast, around the tummy, and polycystic ovary. So this is a type of ovary that you see on the ultrasound scan. So that's why it's so important to go and consult your doctor if you're missing your period. And then if a woman has had some operations to the womb or the cervix, that can prevent her from getting a period as well. So there's a number of things. I know I've given a long list and I know sometimes that scares people more than gives them relief, but it's a list that us as doctors go through to exclude certain problems. Now, the other thing is that this young girl complained about was painful periods. Now, a happy period is something very important. A lot of women have got the sense that the period should be painful. Now, I want to repeat and I want to say twice, your period must not be painful. Really? And how, yes, your period must not be painful. And how do we know that your period is painful? If you have to take pain medication when you're on your period, it is painful. 
If you have to sit with a hot water bottle or hot compression when you're on your period, it is painful. If when your friends say, let's go out and go for a function or some social activity, you say, I'd rather not because I'm on my period, it is painful. And that tells us that we need to go look deep to see what is causing that pain. It is not normal for women to have discomfort or pain or take pain medication when they're on. If that is the case, there's something going on. And most likely there's a condition called endometriosis. And what is endometriosis? Endometriosis is when the lining of the womb, which normally comes out of your period every month, if it goes backwards or reverse, if it goes through the fallopian tubes, and if the lining of the womb cells, if they start growing on the ovaries, if it grows in the pelvis, if it grows on the colon, if it grows on the bladder, it can cause discomfort or pain when you get your period. So that is not normal. And endometrius, how would you know? Would a symptom just be pain if you've got endometrius and stuff? So the symptoms of endometriosis are discomfort or pain when you get your period, discomfort or pain when you have intercourse, even if it's only on certain positions, and subfertility or infertility or difficult in getting your, excuse me, getting your period. If a woman has backache and fatigue or extreme tiredness, all of those are symptoms of endometriosis. Now, if you got those symptoms, there's about a 60% chance that you've got endometriosis. And the only way of confirming it is by doing a little procedure or sometimes a big procedure called a laparoscopy, where we put a little camera through the navel, through the belly button, and we have a look to see if there's endometriosis. And then we can also remove the endometriosis at the same time during that surgery. Having said that, all women don't need to have the surgery. We can make a preemptive diagnosis of endometriosis based on symptoms. And often we might put the woman on some sort of contraception to decrease the symptoms. What then is PMS and why do we as women have the misfortune of, okay, you've already responded to the pain, but how can you alleviate the pain then? So every month, a woman will ovulate. So first they will get the period, the egg starts to grow. When the egg is the right size, it will ovulate. And then you get what we call a corpus luteum, which is like a sac-like structure in the ovary that's left behind after you ovulate. Now, during the menstrual cycle, the hormones will change. In the beginning of the menstrual cycle, the eggs make something called estrogen. And once a woman ovulates, the eggs will make something called progesterone. Now, in the second half of the cycle, which is after you ovulate, the progesterone levels are very high. And the progesterone is the one that gives a woman the PMS. So it will give her irritability, poor concentration, breast sensitivity, bloatedness, depression, aches and pains. Most women will get some sort of premenstrual symptoms, which don't need to be treated. But some women will get what we call premenstrual syndrome. And premenstrual syndrome is a condition where the symptoms actually affect your life. So you can't concentrate. You can't focus. You have a difficulty in your interpersonal relationships. So that's how we can differentiate between mild premenstrual symptoms or PMS and premenstrual syndrome. Now, simple measure is to decrease the amount of coffee that you have in your diet, decrease the amount of chocolates you have in your diet, and exercise. Take something with vitamin B6. All of those have been shown to improve the symptoms of PMS. And also to put something called saffron. So saffron is a spice or herb that you cook with. If you have a little bit of saffron every day, studies have shown that that can improve 
your premenstrual symptoms. If it doesn't work, then you need to consult a doctor and there is a whole stepwise approach to the treatment of PMS. In terms of the cravings now, because you always crave a lot of sugar when it's nearing towards that time of the month. How can you then reduce the cravings for sugar when you're on your period? Importantly is to do what we've said, exercise, take the vitamins, try the saffron and start with those basic steps. Why do we even crave the sugar? Women are mysteries, I think. As yeah, well. listen, all women don't crave the sugar. Mm. It might be something that, that particular person. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Sisters Without Shame, Dr. Neelan Pillay. Remember to check out the detailed article on PMS Woes on healthformzanzi.co.za. Now, remember, if you are in a medical jam, you can send us an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za. That's H-E-L-L-O at healthformzanzi.co.za. Or send us an SOS to 076-132-0454. That's 076-132-0454. Nana, we could never blue tick you. There are no limits for us sisters who have no shame. Episode 10 is awakening my inner hypochondriac though, but my concerns are between me and my gynae. What's the take-home message for you this week, Lucinda? I just cannot come to terms with the idea of a coffeeless existence. Clams are already so painful and debilitating. A take-home for me this week is the power of food and its ability to truly heal the body. Look, saffron is really having its moment lulls, and Dr. Pillay just affirmed that. Saffron reduces the severity of PMS symptoms, but to prove its effectiveness for the treatment of the syndrome, further research is warranted. Shine when I'm a saffron. That brings us to the end of episode 10 of Sisters Without Shame, proudly brought to you by Healthform Zanzi. From me, Lulu Ngakani. And me, Lucinda Dordley. Have a great week, and remember to show us some love by sharing this podcast with a friend. <laughs>